Hey everybody, welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I'm your host, Jose Gamado, and with me tonight is... The founder and CEO of TsunamiFaithful.com and Tsunami News, Paul Skrill. And, and you have Darrell Maddox, the head samurai Tsunami Faithful Podcast. And we have a very special guest with us tonight. Hi, I'm Sketch. I snuck on here while they weren't looking. Yep. Uh, you, you sound familiar. You, I feel like you're involved with another Tsunami podcast of some kind. <laughs> The first rule about the unofficial tsunami podcast is we don't talk about the unofficial tsunami podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk about the unofficial tsunami podcast. I didn't say Dumbass. it by name. Darn, you got me there. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's just a recording schedule thing. They record on a day that I had work, so I'm a free agent. <laughs> and we we invited side? you over to the dark side. Uh, I can I can never be on enough tsunami related things. Yep. If you haven't if you haven't heard that podcast, by the way, go take it go give it a listen. It's it's a very good podcast and we hope to be on it one day. Yeah, stop sucking up anyways. I'm not sucking up. It's a good podcast. <laughs> oh, he's sucking some mic, but... Ooh. <laughs> Just let me on your show. I need to get the hell out of here. Anyways, right. For real. Anyways. Your eyes forever now. We own your soul, boy. Oh god. Mm. <laughs> Oh, Wait, God. isn't this technically your podcast? Yeah, this is actually my podcast. <laughs> so, how... I don't I'm know how I can't back. escape my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, uh, okay, anyways. Yeah, Jose's When the podcast me. becomes inescapable, that's the time when you step away. <laughs> or you keep going, like I, in my case. Um, <laughs> anyways, right. uh... Oh, this is all Paul stuff. I don't, I don't have, I don't have anything to say. Uh, well, let's talk about Nerdcore Absolution. Um, we're almost ready to, pretty much release the CD. Um, and Jose, if you could later, I would like you to put Kadesh's new song in, which I, I believe you favored, on Twitter. Uh, I favored everything of Kadesh's on Twitter, so you have to be more specific. The Watch Tsunami song. Then yes, I favored that on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you didn't like the song? No, 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 I I honestly haven't had a chance to hear it yet. <laughs> well, you should go listen to it. I'll go listen to it because I have to put it in the podcast. I'm sure it's awesome because it's Kadesh. Oh, it is. It is good. It's it's really good. Um, it's obviously called Watch Tsunami. Um, it's I knew on... the name of it. That counts. <laughs> that counts. It doesn't count until you listen I to know, it. I know. I know. I'll get to it. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, it's uh, if you guys want to go listen to all the songs that are on Nerdcore Absolution, not just that, it's uh, tsunamifaithful.bandcamp.com. All the songs, all nine songs so far are up on there. Um, like I said, there's only three more left. Um, the other person that will be attributing those songs is going to be working on it this week. And hopefully we'll have those out. I've, I'm thinking December 15th is when we're going to release this. If we get it done earlier than that, I will release it early. Um, but, yeah, so if you guys want to listen to the songs, they're there. Do you like the CD sketch? Yeah, so far it's really entertaining tracks. You know. what, what's I like, I, I, uh, I've been kind of into nerdcore ever since Carl Olsen over at Tune Zone introduced me to the genre. And, yeah, really good stuff. Uh, I really like the Thundercats song. Oh, the, the Nintendo Power one. As uh, as I am now working at Nintendo Consumer Services, it's uh, it, it it's very dear to my heart. Somebody called in the other day asking uh, if uh, Nintendo Power was going to be replaced by something. I'm like, no, man. 
It breaks my heart too. I know. I I get a tear every time I hear that song. I'm just like, it's gone. But I like though. how uh, <laughs> the the truth comes out when he he's talking about the Nintendo Power in that song, and that he even admits that he doesn't even read it anymore. It's just kind of, it's just kind of sad that it's gone. It was just kind of you can't read Sketch. I feel like it's kind of the way we always felt about Toonami. Like towards the end there, I feel like there weren't a lot of people watching who who would watch. And then when we heard it was canceled, it was like, but mm. we always thought you were going to be there for us. <laughs> You don't know what you have until it's gone. Exactly. And and the funny thing about Nerdcore Absolution is it's actually, it was supposed to be more of a tribute to Toonami, but it actually turned into a tribute to Nerdcore. So it's. Look here, it has Toonami related titles in it, so it's still. Oh, it it does, but it's actually turned more into like a tribute to Nerdcore. And and I'm not knocking that at all. I actually like that. You know know what they say. It's all right. It's okay. (laughs) It's all right. No more singing Elder Barge. <laughs> right, Anyways, oh, gonna answer to the Thundercats, <laughs> big homie. Yeah, I'm big homie. I Dude, love that song. I like that voice that he does for for Mumra at the beginning. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Oh my god, Kadesh is amazing. He is amazing. But anyways, um, let's get to the next topic before we get into the news. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw this, and or if they care, but. Uh, I'm not going to ask any more questions. Uh, I'll, I'll probably be asking questions on the Tumblr. Uh, if you guys didn't know, we actually have a Tumblr. It's tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. Um, I'll be asking questions of Toonami there. But as far as um, asking Jason any more questions, I'm not going to do that. Um, I've just... For is run his course, people. Personal, for run his personal course. reasons, I'm not going to ask any more questions. That that's all that needs to be said. There's no reason to bug yeah. Jason Demarco anymore. Just there go really to the isn't. And I really think that he needs to put up now that, you know, to just ask the Tumblr, don't ask him questions anymore. That's all. Um. Sorry. That's that's kind of it. We're still going to be <laughs> keeping contact with Jason, of course, because you know Jason's our buddy and a friend of the show, but. You know, we're not going to ask him questions on Twitter. Nope. Seems kind of pointless. All right. From Facebook and Twitter, this is Toonami News. Uh, the ratings. Do we have the ratings in front of you? I do have the ratings in front of me. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do auctioneer type thing. Thank you. Because uh, I'm tired. I've been traveling <laughs> a lot. So. Yeah, stop your bitching and read the ratings, right? Shut up. I've been traveling a lot, okay? I was in... <laughs> I was in Georgia like two days ago, and then now I'm back home in Miami. Like, uh. Wait, wait, stop. Why were you in Georgia? Don't even ask, dude. I've I've been all over the place. Oh, so you went to go and get that thing that I asked you for. Yeah, I went to get that thing you asked for, man. Dude, dude, you were in Georgia? Did you stop by William Street? No, I was in Savannah. I wasn't in Atlanta. He was in Savannah, man. Yep, I was in Savannah. Um, He had a secret rendezvous. I had a secret rendezvous, exactly. I, like, And this is all like after Japan, too. So like, I go to Orlando, I go to Savannah, I'm like, ah, I'm tired. Anyways, Bleach did 1,027,000. Tenchi Muyo GPX did 806,000. Samurai 7 did 674,000. Thundercats did 688,000. Symbiotic Titan did 640,000. Udaka 7 did 578,000. Full Metal Alchemist did 566,000. Full Metal Alchemist did 547,000. Bebop did 542,000. Bebop did 540... Oh, sorry. Uh, Bebop did 584,000. 
Inuyasha did 522,000. Inuyasha did 596,000. These ratings are okay. Um, they are okay. Yeah, unfortunately, I feel like Tenchi Muyo is ratings poison. Because okay. there's a 200,000 drop right after Tenji. Oh, 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 Sketch has something to say. Yeah. But haven't you noticed there's always been a 2,000, uh, a 200,000 viewer drop from Bleach to the next show? Generally, that's been the case even when Dead Man Wonderland was there. It's just because Bleach is above a million or higher above a million that we don't really notice it. We just see that this show got 900,000 but it was still losing 200,000 from Bleach. So that's something to keep in mind when you're grading Tenchi. But yeah, it it might be ratings poison. It's it's an ugly, ugly show. Shut up, Sketch. (laughs) Yeah, especially if you're watching it on the HD channel where it's all stretched and No, I I have to switch over to the standard definition. I can't find it. Because I want to watch it in 4x3 because I can't watch it stretched. It's it's terrible. Oh, God, Bleach is awful to watch. Bleach is no, mind-numbingly yeah. awful to watch, not for the reasons that I've got into before, but like, it's it, the show itself is supposed to be sixteen by nine, but they have four by three tapes, but they're letterboxed, so there's bars on the screen and it's mm-hmm. still stretched, and you're like, ah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't mind it too much on the HD feed, but oh, it bugs the mm-hmm. out of me. Same thing uh-huh. with Full Metal. Mm-hmm. 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 Are you guys done bitching about the picture quality? No. no. <laughs> no, no. We're all just sit here going, no "Kill me now, too. please! Kill I, me now, please!" Just fix it, Cartoon Network. On those, but I'm thankful that my TV will at least, you know, do a four by three image when it's supposed to be. And by the way, it's not on Steve feed. On Saturday nights, you are not allowed to talk about anything else other than tsunami. What, dude? Dude, it was at eleven thirty. I was watching the Ninja Turtles episode that I just. <laughs> started watching it was before tsunami even started it's you not just, my fault i'm on the west coast but it started on the east coast as ninja turtle anyway sketch um Ooh. yeah he's yeah, on the dude, west coast yeah. that's a good excuse. episode was dope shredder showed up oh man it was a great fight it was like the first movies fight do you not get the east coast feed on our end i uh, used to oh. when i had um when i had a different provider, provider. yeah uh, comcast doesn't offer that Comcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I could, if I could get rid of cable, I would. I would love to have like AT and T Universe, but I can't. But earlier this year, I was enjoying Dead Man Wonderland at nine thirty at night. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just jizzed well, in his pants, folks. I'll tell you one thing though: if if the if cable, all these cable companies keep raising their prices, I'm going to end up going to like DirecTV or something. I would love to do satellite, except I live in Florida, so that is a stupid, stupid idea. Why is yeah. that? Because if it rains, no TV. Oh, that's true, yeah. And yeah. it rains here a lot. It's are problematic. Also, hurricanes kind of throw those dishes through people's windows, so it's just not a good <laughs> idea to have that. Very true. So I guess you're not getting a satellite anytime nope. soon. Nope. It really would satellite. be Jose on a stick with a um, satellite well, receiver. Satellite just at my ass, yeah. <laughs> that's a I love you, Jarrell. Yeah, <laughs> let's get back on topic. The ratings... I, I kind of feel like the, the ratings have kind of stabilized, but I would like to see something better from Tenchi. And and the funny thing is, is me and Darrell have been talking, and where did you get that, that other Tenchi series that you've been talking about? 
Um, Warren Gatamy. The, um, Warren, the Warren Geminar. Or yeah, I actually caught that Gatamy. on YouTube. That's Bebop. And that was thanks to our. Um, that is thanks to our local ninja Will Ambukaru. He was the one who sent it to me, so I was able to watch it. Um, it is on I've Hulu. It. it is. It is. It is on Hulu. By the way, I just found that out all the other the, day. All the tenchis are. Yeah, but I think I'm looking forward to that um, buying that when it comes. I, I out. think like if I just. I mean, Darrell says it gets better, but and last night's episode was wasn't terrible. I didn't watch. I didn't pass out from uh, alcohol poisoning. So <laughs> wait, hey, drinking, you're wait, t- hold on, hold on, hold on. Alcohol poisoning. You got something to say to me about my drinking during tweeting? Then you need to tell me up front, Sketch. No, he's talking about that his own has drinking nothing game. Nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, yeah, actually, the, actually, the he tweeted GXP out drinking game. Yeah, he, he tweeted t- out. Yeah, that's what he said. He he tweeted out last night that he was gonna have a drinking game like Jose does. <laughs> Sweet. Every time so someone, intense. every time something stupid happens, basically. <laughs> so there wasn't a whole lot of that going on, you know. It had a pretty decent space battle. I was okay with it. Oh well. Yeah. Damn. So but I, one night I don't watch. They, <laughs> Tenchi Muyo is good. But uh, well, good is a strong word. Oh, never mind then. Okay. I thought I'd miss something there. But I mean, I I think that the the ratings kind of have stabled out, stable, stabilized. Yeah, so yeah, I, feel I like, mean, I feel like the hype behind Toonami is kind of starting to get over, and we just need we need another Dead Man Wonderland. We need we need another big show. Oh, I, I'm sure it's coming. I mean, especially since they've been getting. I mean, come on, Disney gave them money, Microsoft gave them money. I'm I'm sure something's coming. I'm hoping they but get. How soon I, is it coming? I hope they just get a big show, man. Because it can't true. be. Well, we're getting to that sketch. We're getting to that later. Tenchi Muyo GXP is not a big show. It's True. just not. It's it's a tidgy series. It's it's one of it's a good show to pick up because it tests a lot of things like their boundaries for fan service, and the appeal of nostalgic shows like Thundercats. It's a nostalgic show, but it it's not a show that they played before. True. So it's a it's a good idea in that sense, but. Yeah, it's it's kind of a middle of the road show for a lot of people. I uh, haven't exactly given it its due yet, so I might end up liking it. But I think Ryooki would have been a better choice. I haven't seen all of Ryooki, but I remember I watched that episode on April Fool's Day. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, Those they should have just gone with the third OVA. Yeah. Those are like the last, I think that was the last part of um, Ryooki. Yeah, they might have played the last episode or yeah. second. Last yeah, I think it was the last episode. Yeah, that was there. a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's April Fools. They're like, ah, f- who needs context? All right, let's get to the next topic of the news. Uh, trending on Twitter. Basically, the, the shows that trended were Samurai Seven, Thundercats, Symbionic Titan, Eureka Seven, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and Inuyasha. Those all trended in the U.S. and Toonami trended worldwide, and in the U.S. Woo! So. Thanks to those of you, as always, that are trending. Um, I appreciate it. You're welcome. You went to sleep early, so you're not allowed to say that. Hey, look here. I was tweeting in my sleep. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway. I tweeted before it started, and then I left. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. So shut up, Jose. Sorry. <laughs> this would be like my third week. I have not watched Toonami in a row. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to have to kick you out of the club soon. Oh, man. Ooh. I had to get my card stamped again. Actually, no, I did yeah. watch. I watched the week before. I totally forgot. That's why I hate Tenchi. 
So never mind. It's not the third week in a row. <laughs> it's not the third week in a row. I lied. All right, and uh, the next topic in the news, uh, we got a new promo, which was a game review for Borderlands 2. I believe uh, when Jason responded to me one time about the um, – because I had said to him, I was like, so you guys – because I wanted to just make sure I confirmed again that they were going to do the Halo 4 review, which they obviously did last week. Um, I think this was one of the games that he was going to review that he said. Borderlands, and it was something else. So, I'm this sure was Assassin's Creed is on its way. What's that? Assassin's Creed. I can. I, I feel like that's on its way. Uh yeah. I, I'm sure it will be. I, I don't think that it will end up being next week because obviously, what we're going to get into next in the news is going to be probably next week. But yeah, I think in December they'll probably do something like that. I have a feeling we're going to see a lot more game reviews uh, because the holidays are going to come up, and I think that game companies are going to utilize Toonami. So hopefully, we'll see and, more game reviews. And you know that that's also there'll, there'll be more paid endorsements too, which is always good. We always like to see that people uh, giving money to Toonami yep. the legal way, <laughs> the legal way, people. So yeah. you know. But I just really don't want to listen to people. Um... Ask me for games now because of this. Because yeah, Christmas is coming. I know it comes but once a year, but I am not the friggin' bank. So yeah, let's move on game. to the next topic. Yes, quickly. the next topic. <laughs> um, the next topic is the biggest news of the week, which is Bleach is according. By the way, this information I got was from the Toonami Tumblr. And since Toonami's not advertising it i will do that for them if you guys ever want to ask them a question about tsunami what's going on um the website is tsunami.tumblr.com that's the only place that you can ask questions about tsunami and they they won't ask you every single question but they will answer most of them um one of the questions that was asked was um is, is Bleach DBZ gonna be coming a- back we know <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Jose wants bleach. That actually, actually, you know what? That is a that is a question. That I'm was sure that's a question that's popped up. Um, but the question was asked about bleach because uh, Viz has been in the process of dubbing the the episodes that are left of Bleach, and they they reported on the on the Tumblr that Bleach will be taking a. Uh, eight-week hiatus starting December 1st. Um, so basically what's wrong with this, what, what, we, what we're trying to figure out right now is, as we all know, Jason has said that the schedule that is going to be out from now on, don't trust it. Well, <laughs> if, you look, if you go to Adult Swim right now and look at the schedule – Basically, the schedule says that Bleach repeats, starting with two ep- with uh, episode 265. There's a blank, meaning there could be some new show that's going to be there, whether replacing, uh, whether it's going to be a permanent thing or not. And then it runs through all the shows, starting with, I believe, Tenchi is next, which is 1 a.m., uh, Thundercat stays at one thirty. Uh, Samurai Seven is at two. Um, 
And if I'm saying this wrong, I apologize, by the way. Symbionic Titan is after that uh, at 2.30. Eureka 7 is at 3. Full Metal Alchemist is at 3.30. And then Cowboy and Inuyasha are the same. Samurai 7 is at 2 in the morning? I believe that's what it says on the schedule. That's awful. Um, Yeah. Um, So we don't know if that schedule is correct. Um, We can't trust the schedule because obviously Jason has said not to trust the schedule. But like I've said to a couple people on Twitter and I've I've said to you guys, it's kind of weird that it actually looks like a legitimate schedule. Well, it is from them, so it always looks like a legitimate schedule. Yeah, but here's the thing. Thursday night, it said it had ble- it, the schedule was the same except Bleach was it said 265, meaning it was going to repeat. You, all of a sudden, Will tweets me and says, "Did you notice the blank spot in the schedule?" I'm like, "Will, there's no blank spot in the schedule. I just looked at that last night." He's like, "Yes, there is." I go and I look at it, and now there's a blank. There was a blank spot, like not even 24 hours later. So it's kind of like okay, if you're trying to trick the fans, why would you change the schedule? Just leave it the way it is and then just surprise us. You know what I mean? Well, so it's kind of weird. And Again, just never trust that thing, man. I, I never trust it. But it's I, misled us so many goddamn times. Yes, it has. Never trust it like a woman with your money. So I'm going to say right now, don't exactly trust what it says right now. But what I also want to say is don't, pester people about it either um if it's go if it's real we'll find out next week on tsunami because obviously they're gonna have a promo explaining it because like i said december 1st is when it's gonna go so um and it will be back in eight weeks by the way i i, I need to clarify that clearly this means helsing ultimate one through eight yay no yay. no that's never gonna happen <laughs> i'm just gonna go with no not happening um but yeah we, which we by the way is awesome go go buy it <laughs> Jose, quit putting promo plugs in. The Funimation Blu-rays are out now. Go pick them up. Shameless. I hate you. Ooh, Blu-ray. Yes. <laughs> Blu-ray DVD combo. So if you're not Blu-ray equipped yet, you can still pick it up. Which I highly recommend. So I, I don't know what's what's going to be in its place, or if we're even getting it. We may be even getting a new show that we don't know about too. That's going to last when uh, Bleach comes back too. So. If you guys um, want to cancel Tenshi, feel free. I'm okay. <laughs> you are such a fucking hater. You know that. <laughs> he is a hater. Um, what do you guys think about that? Uh, we are more than at the point in which you can't even guess what they're going to do next. Yeah. It's just, there's it's like no way Re- to guess. It's like they're playing Russian roulette with the anime, man. They just give you something that make you want to kind of shoot your yeah. brains out sometimes. Although, in Jose's case, moving Samurai 7 is just like, what, really? Isn't the show, fi-? like, the show for, to me is actually finally getting good and yeah, moving it to 2 o'clock in the well. morning. And it was doing, doing well in its original time slot, yeah. Well, that, see, if, if it is getting moved, like the schedule says, and again, we can't trust the schedule, but if it is getting moved to, uh, I think I said 2, uh-huh. um, I guess my question is what Funimation title is get, putting in its place? Because that's the only reason why they would move it. That's the only reason Funimation... Yeah, they're f***ing over Funimation by doing that. Right. So it's got to be a Funimation show. Now, what is it? I don't know. Is there something replacing it? I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. But um, hopefully next week we'll, it'll be, we'll be very happy with the results. I, I, I'm 
I always have faith in the staff there at Toonami. And, you know, hopefully they'll come up with something good. Shuffle for eight weeks. Shuffle for eight weeks. I think I'd put a gun in my mouth. Uh, I got a gun for you. No, no, it's no. not an action show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the news. And I think we'll get to the part that everybody actually is probably listening to this podcast about. The part where I strip. Yeah, no. Thank God this is not your podcast. I'm not here. Ooh, yes, you're not here. Yes. Fire you. Yep. They fire me. Uh, you're, you're, maybe briefly bring me back. Yes. Yes. You get you get to be in at the end. Anyways, uh, enjoy the interview with George Christick. He uh, he was very very fun, and he will be back on the show uh, at a later date. But we we had fun interviewing him. He's a great guy, and uh, here you guys go. Enjoy the interview. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast, and with us tonight is a very, very special guest. I'm particularly very excited. Please introduce yourself, sir. How's it going? Uh, my name is George Christick, and I like cartoons. And uh, you like cartoons so much that you've created a couple of our favorites, uh, such as Mega Sex LR, uh, you were involved in Downtown, uh, you're a project that's upcoming, uh, going in The Five Killers, which I'm going to ask you about later, because I'm really curious as to what that's about. Uh, and you have been very gracious enough to give us some of your time to answer some of these questions. And uh, shall we begin? No, absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And um, yeah, I um, I just like to say it's it's kind of a thrill to talk to people who who love animation as much as I do. So forgive me if I nerd out a bit. <laughs> if if there's a place to do it, it's here. <laughs> yes. right on. We're all about nerding out. Awesome. Um. So. Speaking of Mega Sexlar, it's one of the one of the shows that I can remember that has been on Toonami. Uh, how did how did Mega Sexlar come about? Um, Megas, it was. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go way back. I'll I'll make it not be too painful and long of a story. Um, basically, uh, my pal Jody Schaefer and I uh, we went to art school together, and a few years after we graduated, I think we're sitting around watching. Um, it was one of those like. Uh, TV series where robots beat each other up. I can't remember what it was called, like maybe Robot Wars or something like that. So we were watching one of those shows and we were playing video games and we're like, man, wouldn't it be great if we could combine both of those? Um, and then we just started talking about our love of anime and, you know, Macross and and um, Gacha Man and Gundam and, and it kind of all kind of coalesced and um, we cut together, uh, we made a small trailer uh, on a, a home PC. It was really bad. And uh, we output it to videotape, so that gives you an idea of how long ago this was. And we did what they always tell you not to do. Um, we ambushed a Cartoon Network executive at Comic-Con, and uh, we put the, the videotape in her hand, and we were like, yo, we'd love to make this show. You know, She thought we were crazy. And we <laughs> thought that was it, right? We thought, okay, we just blew it. But oddly enough, she called us back in three months, and she was like, hey, I'm interested. And... Um, they let us do uh, the pilot, which was then called Lowbrow, and that was part of the, the like um, it was a competition. And I forget what was it called, like um, like the the pick top pick or something like that. Um, so we did a, a short, and uh, it got picked, and um, then we went to series, and obviously we changed the name. 
um, and we did a lot of other development and some of the designs changed and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's basically it. And, and how important was that lowbrow pilot to create Megas XLR? I mean, I remember it, I, I believe it aired during a giant robot week on Toonami. And, you know, all of a sudden, year I feel like a year later, it was like, we made it into a full series. Yeah, it, it pretty much was like a year. Yeah, um, it was it was very important because um, even the, the really crappy one that we made by ourselves, it was uh, proof of concept, right? So as you guys know, like with visual storytelling, it's a lot easier to show rather than tell. Um, and what I found whenever you're pitching a show or a property or a comic or anything, um, it's, it's so much easier instead of telling people for half an hour how awesome it is, just show them for like a minute how awesome it is. So I think that seven minute um, short kind of sold uh, Cartoon Network and the executives, as well as, you know, a lot of the audience about, you know, how how this will look and how the humor will work and how the robots will, will look and all that. So I think it was very important. Now, um, Chicks Dig Giant Robots became a slogan not only for Megas XLR, but it also became like the big thing for Toonami itself, like a tagline for Toonami itself. With fans still using the tagline today for Toonami, uh, how, how, how do you feel like about that line being so fondly remembered? Uh, it it kind of blows me away, and it's like it's a great honor because um, that was that was how we felt, you know. Like no joke, like we we loved the whole giant robot genre, and we thought that obviously chicks would dig giant robots. They don't. It's a lie. Chicks don't dig dig, dig giant robots. But um, but yeah, it's it's kind of awesome that it went out there and it became its own thing, and it's become like a. Uh, a tagline for Toonami, and it's become like a rallying cry as well. So it's 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 pretty badass. Now, was it hard to get a slot on Toonami? Which at the time the programming block was was catering to anime uh, almost exclusively at the time. Was it was it hard to get an American-made show like Mega XLR on that on that block? Actually, it was incredibly easy because Cartoon Network was like, "Hey." Um, we think that your audience is here and we're going to put you in Toonami. And I was like, that makes so much sense to me. Like we should have done that when we launched, but, um, yeah, you know, it was, it, I think someone, someone much higher, uh, up than me, uh, was like this, this is how it should be done. And they made it happen very quickly. And I was, I was super excited about it. Now, since, uh, since it was a Toonami show, were Megas XLR to come back, hypothetically. Uh, would you like it to come back as a Toonami show, thus relegating it to Adult Swim or a regular Cartoon Network show? You know what? Uh, me, personally, I would like it to come back home. Um, but to find a broader audience, you know, why not do daytime as well as Toonami, right? We can do that. Why not? <laughs> uh, well, Symbionic, Titan, and Thundercats are doing that, so yeah, I guess you got a point. <laughs> why not? Um, now here, here we get into, uh, going in the five killers. Uh, what, what's going on with the going in the five killers? Is that coming to the U S could that possibly air on Toonami? Well, what's interesting, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that, right? Because that project has been utterly dead for five years, right? Oh. But I was so excited. But, <laughs> it's okay, Jose. But wait, hold on. I have some, I have, some, there is hope. Oh. Um, so Interestingly enough, like, obviously, you know, you guys are aware of, like, the Bring Back Megas movement, right? And um, my friend, Eric Calderon, who is the guy behind Afro Samurai, he's the one who created Gonin. Um, 
he like has been paying attention to that and and he got kind of inspired by what we're trying to do with both Motor City and with Megas um, and he uh, when he created this he created it with Gonzo and uh, this was five years ago and in that time Gonzo went bankrupt and they were bought out and so the rights got really really buried and he was basically told that it, this property is gone it's dead right um, he actually reached out to Gonzo recently and asked about the property and he's in very early stages of trying to get the rights back um, so it, it's alive again which is really awesome um, because I was very, very excited about that property and the team that he assembled was pretty badass um, so uh, you know I think that we're gonna be hearing some some news about Gonan very soon Sweet. by the way quick plug for those of you that don't know what Gonan is it's a it's an anime project that you are writing with Mark Wade if I remember correctly that's right yeah. um, and uh, it's it's being animated by Studio Gonzo, and uh, they seem to be putting a lot of effort into it, which is great, because uh, everybody remembers Helsing. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, you know, it seems to be the Afro Samurai team just working on it, which is great, and I, and I was really excited about that show, and then I heard nothing about it. There's a trailer of it, though, right? On, uh, yeah, we have a trailer. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on YouTube, and I think it's still on Eric's site, um, and... Um, what he might be doing is he might be getting the rights back and we might do it uh, somewhere else, you know, possibly even Titmouse here, you know, the studio that we always work with and that uh, belongs to Chris Pinaski, the, the creator of Motor City. It's like our, our animation gang, right? Um, so <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But um, it's it's alive again, which is really exciting. That's great because I was, I was really looking forward to that project. Um, I... Uh, to follow up one more question about that project uh Please. if uh is it a movie is it a television series like a mini series or what exactly is it cuz i don't think i'm quite clear yeah no problem um what we originally wrote was um a six part mini series um and we have a whole you know arc and we have um you know all the episodes broken down um i'm not sure what it's going to end up being like we may condense into a feature film, we might do two uh, features, or we might expand it to thirteen episodes. We're not sure yet, um, but the um, there, there's so much there. There's so many good characters, and there's so much uh, there's such a deep, rich world there that it could it could go anywhere. Like it's it's got so much uh, juice to it, you know, so many strong bones that um, it could be a, a video game, you know, it could be anything. Uh, obviously, I'm super excited about it. I'm nerding out, but um, yeah, yeah, we could definitely go in a lot of directions. Um, and how difficult is it to collaborate overseas with a studio like Gonzo? Um, in general, uh, it is difficult to work with an overseas studio. Uh, there, there are a number of things that you're up against. Obviously, there's the the language barrier. Although, you know, a lot of uh, people in the overseas studios do speak English. There's a, a cultural barrier. Uh, there's also uh, the way things are done. There's a production barrier. Um, and what we found is that even though Gonzo um, was part of this process, you know, they, we created it with them, uh, we found uh, the process uh, just difficult because um, 
each studio has its certain way of doing things, just like here, you know, whether you're doing something at Warner's or at Nickelodeon, totally different way of doing things. Um, and then each director has a, a different way of doing things and there's different expectations. So we had to get through a lot of hurdles. Um, but I feel what we got in the end was that trailer looks pretty badass. Um, and how did that, how did that project come about? And, uh, why did you guys choose to make that with Gonzo in the first place instead of say Titmouse? or whatever other American animation studio seems to be here. Sure, absolutely. It was, um, this was, I think, right after um, the first season of Afro Samurai, and um, the, the executive producer, Eric Calderon, who's a old animation buddy of mine, uh, was working for Gonzo, and you know he put together Afro, and he pitched them this idea, and they were like, awesome, let's, let's fund it, let's back it. So it was kind of an in-house project. So that's why we went with Gonzo because, you know, it was part and parcel with, uh, with the deal he had there. Um, and, uh, all right, I think that might be all the questions I have about Conan. Um, moving to Motor City. Moving to Motor City. Here we go. Motor City <laughs> is, uh, it, it's very popular with Toonami fans. Very popular. Uh, if you're able to get the rights back from Disney... Uh, what would you like to do with it? Well, we we definitely like to continue, you know, the series. Uh, we still have a lot of stories to tell, and you know, for those who don't know, Motor City um, is a it's still on the air at um, Disney XD, and um, and I'm doing a terrible pitch now, but this is something that was pitched to me. They're like, it's uh, NASCAR meets Star Wars. But not really. <laughs> hey, look here, I'm from the South, and down here we love NASCAR. So, yeah, I was thinking about that the whole time it was going in my head. See, so it works. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, if you've seen the show, you know that we love cars. We love NASCAR. We love, you know, um, like 70s muscle. So all that stuff came out. So it's it's like our love of science fiction and our love of cars. Um, and so it was this, this show that uh, my buddy Chris made for um, Disney XD. And it got canceled a couple months back. And we still, I think, have like one-third of the season to air. Um, and uh, so, yeah, they canceled it. And we were in early, early talks to find out what we can do about it. Because we, we found that we do have such a, a strong fan base. And we want to continue the story for them and for us, you know, because we have a lot of stories we want to tell. So if, if we can get the rights back, um, we'd like to, you know, do another season um, we'd love to do like a, you know, like a straight to DVD movie or a straight to cable movie, something like that. Something where we could tell uh, a longer story because obviously, as you guys know, um, we have this, this really short TV format and you kind of have to get in and out pretty quickly, um, unless you do like a multi-part uh, story, which, um, most networks aren't, aren't really keen for these days in animation. So we've got 22 minutes to to do the setup, the you know the middle act, the complication, and the payoff, and sometimes things get lost in that crunch. Um, and if if Motor City were or or Mega Sexlar in this case, if either one of those were to come back and go to Toonami and thus Adult Swim, uh, would you feel the need to age up these shows a bit, or would they stay relatively the same? That's that's a really good question. I don't think I have like a, an easy pat answer for that because. We've at least I'll say I'll say for for Megas like it's been a while since we made that show, 
and we've changed as creators and storytellers. And I'm not sure if we still want to tell the same kind of stories and if we still, if our heads would be in the same, you know, uh, space. So, you know, because this, this question is coming up a lot now because obviously we're trying to bring Megas back and people are asking, would you just, you know, start off where you, you start up where you left off or would you do something different? And, you know, these are, these are the things that we're really thinking about and I don't have a clear answer yet. You know, maybe, maybe once we actually have a, uh, direction we're going to go, I can I can respond to that. But I want to I want to keep you know all options on the table, and this is stuff that we you know we talked about on my Twitter. Like it's it's possible that we just keep the story going as if nothing happened, or we do Megas the Next Generation, or we do a hard reboot, or you know who knows? Like um, you know maybe we'll even just like put the put the question out to the to the interwebs and to the fans like. What would you guys like to see? Uh, me personally, I would, I would, um, I would say Megas as is could probably just air on Adult Swim. I mean, there's a lot of jokes in there that I thought are, are kind of for an older audience already. So I don't mm-hmm. think there would there would have to be too much of aging up uh, for Megas. Motor City, I think, would be a little different, but that's that's my personal opinion. I'm sure there are hundreds of millions upon opinions on the interwebs that you can choose from. This is the interwebs is full of opinions. Yep. <laughs> and you could always use you could always use Toonami as well to to do that too. Tsunami could do a poll like Tom could come on and be like, do a poll, give you the results. <laughs> I, I say just shoot dice and then come up with a decision. <laughs> that's I mean that's oddly enough, that's how we make some of our decisions at Titmap. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you work for them? Are you just trying to? T- are you trying to tell us something that they do? No, I'm just a hoodlum that uh, likes to gamble sometimes. <laughs> um, now, you're on the writing team for Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which is a great series. I, I'm I'm going through the second season right now, so I'm a little behind. Uh, but uh, I, you know, so I'm watching the Blu-rays. Uh, but with the uh, news that Disney uh, is going to apparently take the show. Uh, will the writing team be retained for the next season when it, when it moves to Disney XD, or is it too early to talk about that? Sure. Um, well, what I can say is um, I haven't been on the show for a couple of years. Actually, the second season was my my last season, so you're actually probably going to watch um, you know some of my work soon um, because then I moved on to um, other projects and onto Motor City. So I honestly don't know what the plans are. Um, but I do know when you have such radical sea changes, the writers are usually the first ones to get cut. So, you know, we'll we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people are kind of disappointed that Cartoon Network put it at nine thirty in the morning. So that could be part of the problem too. Yeah, they're, they're, the kids are having a hard time finding it, and not just kids, us, us, uh, you know, older folks. Right. Like, and and I think it, it I think it was a better slot on Friday nights, but you know, yeah, Definitely. it really was. Definitely, yeah. So, um, yeah. are there are there any other anime studios that you'd like to collaborate, such as Production IG or Madhouse? We actually did the uh, lowbrow pilot with Madhouse, so I I worked with those guys. That that pilot that you saw on Cartoon Network that was Madhouse. Um, I would love to work with uh, Sunrise. Um, they're the guys who do all the uh, the wonderful, wonderful Gundam stuff. 
um, those guys know how to draw giant robots. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, that I would nerd out if I could work with those guys. That does seem to be their bread and butter over there. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've been doing robots for like a ten thousand years now. So, yeah, like, been, been doing it since nineteen seventy nine. They've gotten pretty good. <laughs> and they <laughs> built them. <laughs> they, they've built them over there. So, yeah. Size Gundams, man. Like, I want to talk to those guys. I want a Gundam. <laughs> Just a pilot. Everybody wants a Gundam. Exactly. Are there um Are there any other studios you like to work with internationally? Uh, so, just say the Wallace and Gromit people, or uh, the people who animated Secret of Kells. Sure. I mean, there there's so many awesome studios out there, and there's uh, so many talented people. Um, the answer would be yes, absolutely. Like, you know, from you know, there's this amazing stop motion animator that just does his own stuff. Um, I think he's in France. He just like shoots in his basement, right? So you have that kind of guy. And then all all the way up to like Weta. Like, wouldn't it be awesome to work with those guys on a giant robot live action movie? Like, so absolutely. I actually think they are doing a giant robot live action movie. Uh, I think they are too. Yeah, there, yeah there's oh, a trailer out oh, there. Oh, God, I can't remember the name. It's going to bother me. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro's actually... directing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that one. Yeah, there's a trailer out there. It looks actually really nice, too. So we'll have to see. That's going to. I'll splice this in at the end of the podcast, the name of the movie. I can't remember <laughs> off the top of my head. It's... <laughs> we'll find We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really excited about that one because it's a kaiju movie. It's a tribute to that, to like Godzilla yeah. and all those. And it has yeah, giant it's... robots. And once again, chicks love giant robots. Looks giant robots, man. All righty. <laughs> All right, so we'll move on to Daniel's questions. And uh, he couldn't make it, sadly, but uh, we do have his questions here. And no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Daniel says hi. By the way, please say hello back. I will, and um, hopefully, if we get you on the show in the near future, when you're not so busy, we can. Uh, he can talk to you. <laughs> love to. Definitely. Um, I'll be back. Okay, good. Breaking so, news. George is going to be back. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. going to do a full show with us. Yay. <laughs> Anyways, um, his first question is, if MegaXLR is coming... Okay, let me let me, let me me rephrase this. If, if MegaXLR were to come back, uh, would we see the same cast? Yeah. Again, I think that's kind of... You know, I'll echo my answer for one of the previous questions. It just depends on what, what we would do with the show. Like, if we just pick it up where we left off, absolutely. Yeah, I think the, the cast was amazing. They were, like, a joy to work with. Um, and the fact that I got to nerd out and put together the Cowboy Bebop cast, um, you know, how could I not go back to that? <laughs> yeah, it was like a little mini Bebop reunion. It totally was, and, and that's what you know, we wanted it to be just because we were such bebop nerds. We're like, dude, we should just cast, get the cast of uh, Cowboy Bebop to be in our show. Done. You know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do that in real life. Done. Oh, there we go. Sweet. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I, obviously, if if we choose to go another way, that might not work for the continuity. But who knows? Like, again, I'd, I'd love to keep all options open. Um, we may even. Like, you know, we in animation, you can do crazy stuff like alternate realities, you know, parallel dimensions. Like, we could do two stories at the same time, past, present, you know, coop, 
but actually we did that already right yeah so maybe <laughs> in that yeah maybe we can continue the story who knows uh, I guess a, a good follow-up to this is uh, he wanted to also know, apparently there was a CGI uh, YouTube video that you had tweeted out, and he was wondering if that was made by you or a fan, and could that be a new look for um, Megas XLR? Yeah, so that was uh, by a friend of mine who, um, when he heard about the, uh, the, the Bring Back Megas um, campaign, he just like knocked that out in like a, an hour or something, and... I thought it was pretty awesome, but you know, it, CG does robots so well, right? And mm -hmm. that's something that we played with in Motor City. In that, most of the vehicles and cars are CG, and the characters and the effects are 2D. And um, we were really happy with how that turned out. So, you know, I think that would definitely be um, something we'd look at um, in doing like Megas and all the other robots in CG. Uh, and keeping Coop and other characters 2D because obviously CG acting um, to do it well requires uh, a lot of time and a lot of money and TV budgets uh, have neither. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we, we know that from Adult Swim right now yeah. with Toonami. So. Um, his next question was, do you foresee any release or re-release of the DVD set for Megas XLR? So... There was no official release domestically. Um, I think they released, it was like a promo DVD that had like two episodes on it, I think. Um, but in the UK, they have um, uh, some kind of half-assed release where you can get like three episodes on one DVD, and that was it. Um, so there hasn't been a release, and that's one of the things that we're actually um, aggressively going after with, with Cartoon Network. That's one of the the, um, the targets on our list is to try to get um, some sort of release, official release out. Um, and the question would be if it can be done and what formats we can do it in because we did um, the second season in HD. The first season was done in standard definition. So I'm not a tech guy. I'm not sure if we could do a, a full Blu-ray, you know, both seasons. But since we're all, all of us, you know, that worked on the show, we're all nerds and collectors. I'd love to do like a, a special edition box set with like a diecast Megas or something like that. Like that, just as a, just as a nerd fan, that would blow my mind. Uh, where do I sink my pre-order money? I know <laughs> Jose. I knew Jose was just his mouth salivating right now because yeah. he loves to buy. Oh, I love to buy DVDs. I'm a, I have a ridiculous collection. It's almost nice. upsetting. Which I'm going to steal one day. I hope not. <laughs> um, but to, to the fans out there that do want to see the show that have never maybe seen Megas XLR, free plug, uh, it is on iTunes, so you can go download it and give these people the money they deserve. Yay. Yay. Money's <laughs> always good. Yep. Yes, yeah. it is. Honestly, we don't, we don't get a dime from that stuff, but you guys should check it out anyway. It's, it's, it's awesome. I think it's on... It's like on Zoom and on Xbox 360 and on iTunes. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, also another free plug for another awesome series, but we haven't talked about too much. Downtown. Uh, the DVDs actually don't exist, but you can make a donation from what I understand for the series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris is, uh, I think it's his blog, Chris Bernowski's blog. Uh, he might still have a few around um, if you're, if you're interested in, but that's, 
we have this we we kind of have this curse of any show we make it never gets any sort of DVD release. So that was a uh, that was our first series. Man, um, I love Downtown. Alex was a trip, man. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, Alex. Alex is kind of an amount of a bunch of us guys. But yeah, if you watch Downtown, that was kind of you know it was a uh, uh, capturing a certain time in our lives and also in like living in New York as a as a you know video game comic book collecting nerd um, and uh, we did that for uh, MTV animation we only did one season um, and never got a release um, but um, uh, Chris made some episodes available so yeah if you're interested you can pick those up um, and Daniel his next question was uh, have you ever thought of doing a comic book based on the series we did um, initially when the series was still on the air. We did uh, a couple comics. They were kind of um, I don't know what you call them, like one shots. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, that would be such an easy port for the stories. We have so many unproduced scripts that could be done so easily in comics. Um, yes, that would be that would be awesome, actually. And uh, Daniel's final question would be, uh, who came up with the slogan? Chicks dig giant robots. So, yeah, you know, I would love to take credit for that. Um, but I think it was it was a bunch of us. Um, you know, I'm sure that, that Jody was involved and probably Chris P as well. Um, but that's that's kind of our mentality. You know, I think I think we were talking about it earlier, but yeah, it's it's the mentality of you love something so much that you just project it onto everyone. Like you know, the the sad truth and the reality is that most chicks don't even know what a giant robot is. That might be changing now, though. But we're like, you know, obviously chicks think giant robots. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should have got that tattooed in a special place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Jerome. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll know then. <laughs> All righty. And that stopped the interview. Anyways. <clears throat> yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, um, Drell, do you have any questions for the man? Uh, no, I'm just like a real big fan of downtown because Alex kind of reminded me of myself a little bit. That's the reason why I really enjoyed it then. Coop, you know, it's so sad that, you know, when I thought about making ZLR, but I actually know a couple of guys like Coop. So to be honest with you, just thanks. Thanks for making that series because it was just like a living portrait of life sometimes with some of the people that I know. That's awesome. And that's that's really great to hear because Alex was based on people that that I knew, and Coop is directly based on a friend of mine who lives in New Jersey. Um, and that's, Coop. So, yeah, that's, that's cool. Glad I connected with you. Oh yeah, you really connected with me. Um. <laughs> All right, so we'll get to the question that everybody and. Everybody wants to know, yep, and <laughs> as I've put on, as I've put on Twitter, that everybody knows that now you're going to be saying it on the podcast. Here's the question of the hour: It seems that the Bring Back Megas XLR has started to become a big thing among fans of the series and Toonami fans. Can you first update us on the status of Megas XLR, and what new news do you have about it? And then I'll clump this my second question in as well, because I, f- I have a feeling you're going to answer it anyways. How are you? Are you close to bringing it back? Right on. Okay, so to to give a little context, um, it, it, this all started when um, 
a tweet was sent out by uh, one of the uh, Adult Swim um, executives, um, basically saying that um, Cartoon Network wrote off Megas, um, and then there was a lot of there was a lot of responses, and um, it was brought to my attention, and I was like, well, you know, I know that they didn't write us off because I'm still getting checks, so I know it's still alive, and I'm like, I, let, let me find out about this, so. We started um, reaching out to people, and also a lot of fans um, got excited and you know kind of started uh, tweeting and uh, sending me emails. Um, so you know we wanted to find out what actually was the status of Megas, and the more we found out, the more we got excited, and you know we realized that maybe you know if Cartoon Network isn't interested in you know, bringing Megas back or showing episodes, maybe we can do something. So we, um, we reached out officially to Cartoon Network to, first of all, clarify the situation, to find out what exactly is going on. Um, you know, can we bring it back? Can we show old episodes? What can we do? Um, we'd love to, you know, have it back on Toonami. We'd love to do, you know, uh, new things with it. And we'd love to have a like official DVD or Blu-ray release. So after talking to a lot of people and trying to figure out the, the situation, um, what it came down to is they actually did write us off. And I don't understand the specifics. I think it's a, a certain kind of accounting practice. But basically, from what we were led to believe and what we understand, uh, Megas will never air domestically on Cartoon Network or Toonami. Like that's that's the word that we got. So, uh, as per Cartoon Network, there will be no Megas, new or otherwise, domestically on any Cartoon Network uh, affiliated channel. So, that's the bad news. The good news is that we are still talking to them um, about how we can uh, either get the rights back. Um, and do it somewhere else, or air it somewhere else, um, and also uh, what we can do about getting a, an official release. So although it does suck to hear that we can never come back home, uh, it might have to find uh, another life somewhere else. Web series. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I'm, I'm glad yeah, to hear I, that, though, like, that there is a... Uh... There, hopefully there will be an official release. It sucks that it won't come to Toonami, but uh, you know if we, if it can't come back, it can't come back. I rather I rather the show come back elsewhere if than not come back at all. Yeah, yeah. It was obviously it was a little disappointing and disheartening, um, especially because they air us everywhere but the United States. Um, so we're we're doing really well everywhere but the U.S. because uh, they cannot air us here. So. I actually think I have a suggestion for you if you want to take a suggestion. If you get stuff all squared away with that. Yeah. Um, and I think Jose will actually agree with me because we just uh, we just interviewed with – just had an interview with Brian from Viz. Mm -hmm. And as, as we found out, Neon Alley is not just a Viz thing. It's for the whole anime industry. And it seems to be – you know, they, they don't see anybody as competition. Uh, what I'm getting to is, would you ever be, if you guys got the rights to broadcast it or even the rights to redo it or whatever and to, to get Megas XLR back on, 
would you be open to putting it maybe on like a neon alley kind of situation? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we're, we're storytellers at the end of the day. We just want to tell a story. We want to have fun. We want to explore, you know, uh, different ways of telling jokes and, you know, having giant robots hit each other a lot. So whatever gets us there, you know, we're willing to try. Okay. Uh, basically, we just need an outlet for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to see the series again. Yeah. 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 So do we, man. So do we. We even we just like to even if we could just air the old one, um, you know, just so people who haven't seen it because there's there's a whole generation who's only heard about it online and they've never seen it. I mean, you can see clips on YouTube, but I think they're cut up. They're like only a few minutes long. Yeah. And most people don't know that it's on iTunes, and also they don't want to drop. I don't know how much they charge per season, but yeah, yeah. Anything we can do to get it out there, you know, we're we're in the midst of that, you know, trying to find out what the reality is of that. Obviously, uh, we are not um, a, a multimedia conglomerates, so we have uh, really small budgets. Uh, so we're going to have to find out what you know what Cartoon Network would want to release the rights. Um, or if we can partner with them on getting you know some of this out. I, I guess my question is, is when you mean, because I, I know a lot of people are going to ask this 50 times, so I guess I, I might as well ask you while we have you on. Um, what do you mean by road off? Do you mean like it could, it's never, ever going to be back on there, or is there even like the slightest possibility? Because I, I think we need to ask that and make sure, because yeah. I, don't, I don't think people are going to be clear on what you mean by write off. Sure, sure. And... I myself am not quite clear, so I'll try to explain it as best as I understand it. I might have an incomplete understanding because I'm neither, neither a lawyer nor an accountant. If I was, I would be a lot better off than I am. <laughs> yeah. we, 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 we would all be. Trust me. Yeah. Don't go into animation. Become a lawyer. Become an accountant. It'll be easier in the end. Oh, too late um, for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an editor. I'm screwed. For life. <laughs> So in, in talking to uh, Cartoon Network, what we were told is that um, sometimes when you uh, need to take a loss, right, for accounting uh, purposes, you write certain things off. I guess it's somewhat like deductions. Mm -hmm. So basically, in their accounting for the year, they took our series and said it was a failure and wrote it off as a loss. So... Legally, I don't think that they can air it. Otherwise, they, they, I guess the ad sales during the time they air it will count against it. And again, I'm guessing here. Um, okay. But I, th I think that's that's roughly the logic there somewhere. Yeah, I think the, the same issue happened with IGPX, which was a show they produced. Uh, so everybody's looking into rights. <laughs> We're personally yeah. looking into the rights of that one because we want a Blu-ray release. <laughs> yes, we do. Jose wants a Blu-ray release. I really do. No, I actually want one too. So, uh, I'm, I'm well, excuse me, Darrell. I'm sorry. Shut up, Sweetums. <laughs> <laughs> actually, we've gotten a couple of people requesting me on Twitter, like, "Hey, if you get the Blu-ray release, we'll pay for it." And I'm like, "Maybe I need to start my own company and release this." <laughs> and like, that's that's kind of what we're realizing, you know, at Titmouse with Motor City and Megas. It's like we might just have to start an own, our own distribution company or something because. We, we find that the networks are so cancel happy. It, it's so hard to get out the, the kind of shows that we like to make anymore. Um, so, you know, whether it's 
starting a distribution company or just going straight online, you know, um, it, it's, it's something that we have to figure out. Okay. Um, and I think with that, unless we have any other questions, I think we are done, uh, with the interview. I'm, I'm kind of sad now, but yes, I'm, yeah. I'm still optimistic. I have hope. I always have hope. <laughs> but actually I, I do have a, I have a question for off the air, which Jose will probably smile when I ask it. So, but we'll get to that off the air. Um, the other thing I'd have to say, folks, uh, I mean, it's not as bad as IGPX, which you can't find anymore. Megas XLR is online, so you can you can go see it. So if you have not seen this wonderful, wonderful series, I cannot recommend it enough. Go see it. And and I think now we know why uh, Jason got in trouble. Because I think Jason was the one that you were talking yeah, about. Jason actually. was the executive you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I think now we understand why he got in trouble for it, because he wasn't supposed to say that at all. Yeah, I'm sorry he got into trouble. I hope it didn't make it worse. No, I, I don't think he – well, he can't really talk about anything that does with shows anymore. But now we understand why he got in tr so much trouble for it. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just need to start with this with every movement that on every show that's ever been canceled on Cartoon Network. Just do it. Yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah, and you know the, the thing I'd like everyone to understand is that – it's uh, there's a lot of moving parts, and we're dealing with you know a huge corporation. So um, you know, be patient with us. Uh, there is there is absolutely uh, a lot of positive positive movement on trying to get the rights back or to get a re release or possibly do it with someone else. So we are we are far from dead. Um, it's just that we won't be on Cartoon Network. That, right. And that, that that also encounters obviously Adult Swim, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's all part and parcel. Got to make sure we clarify that as well, because I know I'll get questions about that too. So if you want to see it know. on Cartoon Network, leave the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like we're taking a trip, fellas. <laughs> I was I was just in Japan. They didn't have Cartoon Network. I was so sad. Oh well. Um. Okay. All right. That is. I I believe that's it. So um. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, we'll be back in a moment. Thanks, guys. See that's all I have to do. To, see that's all I have to do to make us come back. It's like sweet, we're back. Oh, Those magic of words. Of course. I was oh, we almost went the whole show without saying of course. You of course. It up, Darrell. Of course. <laughs> oh man, I was I was at a uh, I parked in front of a Taco Del Mar and I saw some sign that said of course. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> you lose the game. And by the way, uh, since you guys have just heard the the interview, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, don't send no hate mail, please. No. Yeah. Buy it on iTunes. And we're going to make this very clear. Do not hate on anybody at Cartoon Network, please. Because it's just business, guys. It always is just business. It's just business. I mean, obviously, it's disappointing, but, you know. Understand snidely whiplash over there is going, ah, ha, ha, I will get rid of Megas XLR. Yeah, probably. 
I'm going to slap you for saying that. <laughs> no, the worst thing is that was not even Snidely Whiplash. That was like one of the bad guys on Tough Puppy. Of course. <laughs> you know what? Just don't, don't. You just mentioned Tough I Puppy. I feel like that's a, very, that's a very obscure show. Oh, it's not that obscure. <laughs> it's only the third show from the guy who made Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I, our audience will catch on to that one. I don't know. I don't know, audience. What do you think? I, I don't know my audience anymore. I hope the audience at least knows what Ninja Turtles is. Yes. Yes, we do. What What yes. are those? What? <laughs> Turtle soup. Oh, good line, though. Yes. Anyways. Um, so I guess that's it. Uh, it is time for plug, plugging time. But first. But first. Talk about the nerd court. We have to talk about the uh, Neon Alley giveaways. Oh yeah, Neon Alley. That's right. We're doing something with that. Uh, no review this week because I've been traveling. So, but I have my I have my code. I'm ready to go. I am as soon as I get my PlayStation down here. We will uh, we will be we will be doing a review, and I'm really excited. And if I can interject, sir, um, you'll notice something weird about his review. That's all I'm going to say. Shameless tease. Weird but, about my review? Okay. Yes. Do you know something I don't know about my own review? Yes, that is yeah, true. We got ESPN like that. I told you that. Well, no, only he works for ESPN. Yeah, I was about to be like, yeah, just me. Shut up. <laughs> so if you guys want to get one of these Neon Alley prize packs, Jose, what can they do? You should email me, uh, and we will choose a winner at random. Uh, you want, if you want better chances, not really, I'm just saying this, but you should try to make me laugh. Send something funny. Seriously. I appreciate funny things. I hate, I hate emails that are like, Hey, I entered the contest. I'm not really funny, but you know, could you like at least try you mother try. (laughs) And I'm, I'm, I'm going to second this. If you send something like that, we will automatically delete that email. No, don't. No, we're not going to do that. We won't do that, but, like, come on. But nobody that sends something like that is going to get the prize. No, that's not true. That's not true. Be creative. Be creative, like what I do. Be creative. Yeah, be creative. Anything creative. It doesn't have to be funny, but, like, something creative. Just send it to me. uh, And if it has something to do with Neon Alley, the better. Um, yes, please, please. If you guys can do something for Neon Alley, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, but I, all you—the required rules—all you have to do is send an email to j e a r g u m e d o at tsunamifaithful dot com. That's all you have to do with Neon Neon Alley in the subject line. That's all I need. Uh, and if you want to put something in the body that's funny, that's original, that's funny, that'd be great. Because I hate rating tons of email. Because the last contest we did was just. 5,000 emails of, hey, I'm not really funny, but this still counts, right? Haha. <laughs> Just do, <laughs> no, do it something. doesn't count. Like, it, no, it counted, but it was like really annoying. It was like, oh, come on. And there will be five prize packs that we will give away. Yep. Um, what Which I made. Thank do... you to Brian. Thank you to Brian Ige at Viz. Yes, thank you again, Brian, for doing the interview with us. I appreciate it. Um, hopefully, we can do another interview with those guys again because I really enjoyed doing that interview. Yep. This, uh, this seems to be a bunch of good people, and they're finally getting their butts in gear and doing some good stuff because they've they've held on to properties for a long time, and now it's like, oh, we have an outlet finally for it all. So yes, I hope to so, see yes. much more work from them. All right. And by the way, I'm going to put up 
a picture of the prize pack on the Toonami Faithful Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Toonami Faithful Podcast. So if you want to see it, like the page. And, of course, I'm going to steal it from Paul, so, yeah. Uh, no. I'll put Anyways. it up on my Twitters. And I may – I don't know what the sizes of the shirt. I have to, I have to look at the sizes of the shirts that are in the prize packs, but what I may do is if – you're looking for a size or a shirt, and it's not in your size. What I can do is give you one of the Tsunami Faithful podcast shirts. I'm I'm sure that the uh, the size they're going to be is going to be like large or extra large. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it seems like Paul was trying to hold on to some property there, which, which uh, really <laughs> which really blows for me because I'm a medium, and I'm sure I'm, medium. I'm sure there will not be a shirt for me. <laughs> Well, I'll be sending you a Toonami Faithful podcast shirt. I already have one of those. Well, I have a Toonami Faithful shirt. No, but I'm going to send you the other one for Christmas because I love you. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, oh then I don't get nothing. Can That's my so say nice. staff on it? Because I would love a staff shirt. Or you could just take it to your embroider place and just get it done. Yeah. I have an embroider place. Interject, but, uh, Shut up, Skitch. battery's can't. about to die. Oh, yeah, we need to end the show. So if it dies. Quick, Sketch, where can they find you? <laughs> yeah, where oh, can they, they find, find me sketch. at Sketch1984 on Twitter. Sketch go die. Oh no, we don't. You want know, I'm just gonna do that. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Oh well, he left. Sketch. You can also hear him on the Tanami pod on the unofficial Tanami podcast. By the way, free plug for their show. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Darrell, where can they find you? You can find me at ukami underscore samurai seven at twitter dot com. Jose, uh, you can find me on Twitter at. J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O. You can also email me uh, at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O at TunamiFaithful.com. It's J-E-R-G-U-M-E-D-O, and no, I will not tell you what the E stands for. Um, what does Edward. the E stand for? I will Edward. not tell you. It's not Edward. Edward. Everybody keeps Edward. saying Edward. It's not Edward. It's Eduardo. It's not Eduardo. There's no Ed <laughs> in my middle name. There's no E-D. I have no Einstein. ED. It's Einstein. I knew it. It's oh, it's Einstein. Einstein. That's perfect. That'd be, that'd <laughs> Probably be, Eli. That would be kick ass if it was Einstein. Um, anyway, but you're no Einstein. I'm no Einstein. No, I it's probably Elliot. I'd be rich. Oh, he got quiet, man. I think it I'd be guy. rich if it was Einstein. It's not Elliot. Um, anyways, Lies. it's not Elliot. Anyways, so where else can they find you, Jose, or are you done? Um, you can find me on Facebook. But uh, I won't accept you as a friend. Ooh. Oh. Sorry. That's so mean of you. Um, and that's about it, I guess. And you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo and as always on Toonami News. I actually have the Toonami Central Twitter page, which is twitter.com slash Toonami Central on my phone now. So I will actually be tweeting some stuff out from that because I kind of feel like it hasn't been get. It we, hasn't been getting as much love as it should. We haven't been so, we haven't been giving it the TLC it deserves. Yes, yeah, so we will start doing that. I will start tweeting out some stuff on there as well. So I apologize for that, and I apologize to Adult Swim Central, even though I'm surprised they haven't been tweeting as much stuff out either. So, um, and by the way, before we I get into the rest of the stuff, um, you can our game re- the game reviews that we record and put on tsunamifaithful.com will also be on a t- on. Uh, Adult Swim Central, which is awesome. So thank you to them for doing that for us. I, I appreciate it, and that is just incredibly awesome that they do that. So um, you can also find me at Tsunami News on Twitter, if I didn't say that already. Um, for any of the, the news that's breaking about Tsunami, 
go there. We will always post the news there. If Jose goes away and decides to have a love affair with somebody, we will post news there. Um, <laughs> if the red ever decides, it could stop, happen. Um, if the red decides happen. to go to AA, we'll post it there also. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and uh, on the website, if you want to get in contact with me, my username is TF Admin on the website, and also my we- my email is tsunami news at tsunamifaithful.com. So for the podcast, for Jose, Durrell, and Sketch, who left with a dead battery. (laughs) Yeah, he really did die, folks. Sorry. Peace out. We'll see you next time. Peace. Deuces! Tsunami, nah, everybody better watch Tsunami, yeah, dash. Once upon a time, before my brain was trained up at the art of spawn rhymes, the school bus was a tune-up, tip my getting glued to the screen, enjoying the newness of scenes from anime, true to the theme of Toonami's awesome line, cartoons that brought the crunk out of the boy, to punk out all the toys and catch DBZ in the afternoon, watching you hock the show and gun the wings, what I had to do, through the high school ages, then in college it was sadly doomed, yeah. but now it's back, four years later, and my humble request is don't ignore this, haters said it wasn't making money, but now What's a matter of perspective? Do you know what I mean? These raiders for fun to gather more collections yeah. of tunes that are Mr. Freeze in the summer. Hey, still too cool to ignore on the Saturday. But the most important piece of the puzzle is you. Cause Tsunami doesn't stay if nobody's up to view. So watch Tsunami, you heard me, watch Tsunami Saturdays at midnight when we know the bleach is on We say we're definitely watching Samurai 7X And if you get the symbiotic Titan, I'm impressed Udeka 7 through Inuyasha, the retrofix Bleach brings you in and it's a battle for the best of six Trying to get each show above a million If it happens, it will ensure that Tsunami's built the lineup of nested hits And while I'm on this subject, I guess I have to say I wouldn't be hard-pressed to keep requesting shown in anime Just let the guys that turn it do their magic, yo, they're listening, but bringing in shows that you'll positively evaluate. Gotta be happy with what we're looking at as Tsunami Faithful. Just a few months ago, this wasn't even on the table. There was a void that could only be filled with time or cable. So personally, I will watch as long as I am able. So join me as we strive to keep these ratings up. Waiting on the other tunes that Jason D is saving up. Nocturnally waking up to see adults from quaking us with new Tsunami tunes that use as entertaining staples. But while it's paramount that we watch and enjoy Make a party of it for the girls and the boys Bring a new fan of four into your television lair And let's enjoy some anime to keep Toonami on the air Yeah Watch Toonami Watch Toonami Uh Better watch Toonami Everybody Watch Toonami Everybody
and we're still recording uh, because it's time for stories from Japan. Japan. Oh, this shit again? Oh my god! Shut the fuck up. Bob. Actually, a lot of people actually wanted this. I, I, because I, 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 I look at the faithful podcast forum, and a lot of people actually are kind of looking forward to it. We have a forum now. Yeah, oh, we've been had a forum. We've had a forum for a while, dude. Oh, I thought people weren't using it. No, people are people. Um, we've I guess I guess we've sort of uh used the uh, faithful podcast topic as an official talkback now instead of me oh. creating one every week. Um, and uh, the feedback I get from that is like, oh, we like that uh, stories from Japan thing. So here's another one, and uh, this one's anime related. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna hear a lot of mm-hmm's from you, aren't I? Mm-hmm. Okay, I hate you guys. We love you. I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, by the way, guys, before Jose gets started, there will be a, a nice little song at the end of the podcast. We're not going to tell you the what. The podcast it is. is already over at this point. Anyways, this is after the show. Stupid. Shut up. Be illogical. You suck at this. Shut up. You suck at this. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to edit all this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> We love you too, Jose. None of this is going to make it into the you show. You know you missed this. Shut up. No, I, I really know. hate this, actually, because I'm like trying to get in my train of thought in, a mirror, mm, in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> and a f***ing harmonica. Anyways. <laughs> actually, Darrell, play me in. Play me in. Stories from Japan. Stories from Japan. 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 Do you have any other song? Oh. <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> Oh, my bad. <laughs> Never mind. It's over. Too late. <laughs> I love these bloopers. This is awesome. This is awful. Anyways, so um, a lot. Of, the thing I think I got the most retweets on when I posted it on Twitter was the giant Gundam statue. Mm-hmm. That thing, seriously. If you ever go to Japan, you have to go see it. It is an amazing piece of architecture. It's an amazing statue. Um, you just. You're kind of in awe. It's it's like 18 meters tall. You're just like holy shit. And like just looking at the feet, you're like, you. I come up to the ankle of that goddamn thing. It's 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 pretty amazing. And the detail and the care they put into it, and see it at night too, because it, it lights up and everything is just it's, it's gorgeous. Um, and if you're a Gundam fan at all, like you're just gonna love it. Uh, but also they have a Gundam cafe, which is incredibly cool looking and they have people who are dressed up as earth federation soldiers and some people cosplay as char like one my cashier had a char mask on um and they have tons of gundam goodies that are way overpriced such as beam chopsticks for i think like fourteen thousand, or it's not fourteen thousand, fourteen hundred yen which is like 14 bucks rounded for chopsticks mm-hmm. it's a lot um they have a like these little beam saber things that are that you eat, uh, that that are like uh, twelve scale, which are really cool. Uh, and upstairs on the top floor of the Diver City Mall, which is where the statue is located outside of, um, they have this Gundam uh, front. It's called Gundam Front Tokyo, and it's basically a museum of Gundam, and it is the the cool like it is Gundam Wonderland basically. Uh, they basically give you a little, when you first walk in, there's two areas. There's the free area where you can go see the model kits and buy the Gundam line of clothing, which is all this overpriced, trendy douchebag that I would wear, but can't buy. 
you couldn't fit half of this shit anyway. I couldn't fit in half of it anyways. That's true. I'd I'd be a large. Are over you there. trying to say that Jose's fat? No, I'm just saying he's uh, pleasantly I, robust. I'm I'm just I'm just <laughs> trying to say I'm American and I don't fit in Japanese sizes. No. Nope. Just don't. It fit. just doesn't happen. Just doesn't happen. Uh, and but the pay area is what you want to go through, and um, it's it's well worth. It, it's only like uh twelve hundred yen. And uh, you you go in and there's a dome theater and they show it's all in Japanese. So you're not gonna understand what the fuck's going on, but it's basically it, go, it runs through like the history of Gundam really quick, and then it shows you this really detailed, really awesome Gundam battle. That's a 360 degrees. It's all computer animated, and it's just it's really really immersive, really cool. It'll make you dizzy, but you'll be happy you saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damn, you gonna nerd out anymore? I mean, because <laughs> I'm talking about you just straight dirted out on this right now, dude. It's it's dude. It's it's really it's it's a. Dare we experience. say he jizzed in his, in pants? his pants, dude? If any Gundam fan would nerd out, any Gundam fan, even people who are not I'm, Gundam fans, because I had I had a friend who was not a Gundam fan with me, and she was like, "This was really impressive." Um, and the, when you walk out of the Dome Theater, they have um they have a bunch of artwork from all the series, including the new shows like Gundam Age, was a, which hasn't come over here, um. And the kind of HD remaster for Seed, uh, and uh, all this, all this cool artwork and storyboards and stuff, and it's really, if you're an animation fan at all, if you're a student of animation at all, it's a must see. Uh, unfortunately, I don't let you take pictures of it, which really sucks because I wanted to take a bunch of pictures. Uh, and and if they, if you thought there wasn't like enough going on with the Gundam outside, they have another full size mm-hmm. Gundam of the Strike Freedom, which is from Seed, one of my favorite Gundams. Um, and you can actually sit inside the cockpit, and you can take your photo in it. And it's they also take they take two photos, one up close in the cockpit, and the other one kind of far off. But that one's in three D, and they give you a three D lentacular photo. It's another twenty seven hundred yen, so it's pretty expensive. And they have full size models of the core fighter, and they have uh, I'm gonna mispronounce the name, but Abodo Ko, I think. Which is the final battle? Uh, they have a like a scale model. It's not a full scale model, but scale um, model of the of the final colony in the final battle of the original Gundam series. And they have like mapped out all these little Gundams and where the white base is. And they have exactly where every one of these little battles took place in the show. So it's it's really detailed and really nice looking. Um, they also have this little photo booth thingy where you can take. A picture inside a, yet another cockpit, and there was another thing where you can take pictures with your favorite Gundam character from every single Gundam. I mean, like Gundam Wing, Gundam Seed, Gundam G Gundam, everything. Gundam Gundam. Gundam Gundam, yeah. Uh, and it's just it's it's really cool. There's a there's another cafe in Akihabara, but if you want the full Gundam experience, go to Odaiba, go to Gundam Front Tokyo. It is, it's seriously like. It's just crack for Gundam fans. Mm-hmm. 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 You guys uh-huh. need to go see it. Especially especially if you like Gundam Wing. They have this cool... I, I posted it on Twitter, but they have this cool, like, little, I guess, mosaic or drawing of of oh. Wing Zero. Yeah, it, I like that, man. Yeah. I, I actually retweeted that. Yeah, it's it's pretty badass looking. Um, it's, it's a, like, I don't, it's not full size, but it's, it's pretty huge and it's a pretty good drawing of him. Unfortunately, Gundam Wing does not seem to be super popular. Because they don't, they didn't really seem to focus on that one too much. Um, mm-hmm. But that's the, that's that's the one cool thing from Gundam Wing. Other than that, they have like uh, a couple of videos and 
Uh, you can take pictures with the characters. And they have a couple of the endless waltz models in the uh, display. Because they actually, they, actually um, they actually have a model store where you can buy the models. But they also have every model that I think has ever been made uh, for any Gundam in that store. Mm-hmm. So, like, every single Gundam, every single Zaku, every single enemy mobile suit, it's in that little store. And you're just like, holy sh**. And some of these are huge. Some of these are tiny. But they have them all. So, you, it's kind of like a Gundam Dreamland where, where you can be like, Kira Yamato and Hiro Yui are going to face off for, you know, for the first time ever. And uh, you can pretend to be a little child and play with Gundam models. Well, you can't actually play with them. They're pine glass. But you can, you can imagine. You can dare to imagine, sir. Imagine. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, if you're a Gundam fan and if you're in Tokyo, you cannot miss the full size statue. You cannot miss Gundam Front Tokyo. It's in Odai, but it's a little it's a little ways off from like Akihabara. It's basically across the city. Um, it's closer to where Roppongi is, if if you know where that area is. Or I sure do. Yep. It's right. It's basically you just got to cross the bridge and it's there. Um, Diver City Tokyo is the name of the mall. Go, go visit. It's really, really a lot of fun, and um, you will spend a lot of yen. But just assume you're never coming back. <laughs> I'm not coming back when I go next time. Yeah. Go Lies. To... Um, you. I don't want to be around you. <laughs> I'll come back for Jose. Excuse me. I'll, I'll go back with Jose, not you. Hell's yeah, I'll go back. Oh man, I can't wait to go back. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll take a, yeah another picture in the Strike Gundam, but I think I think this is it for it. By the way, I think um, I don't think they're gonna move it again because they've moved the statue a couple of times, um, but I think it's it's here to stay because they've built that museum upstairs. So I don't I don't think it's going anywhere because originally it wasn't you couldn't always see it like for the 30th anniversary. I don't I don't it wasn't in it was in Shinjuku, and they moved it to Odaiba and then they moved it one more time and they moved it back to Odaiba. And I think it's it's stuck here now. It's it's gonna stay in Odaiwa. So, if you want to go visit it, it's not gonna move. Go go visit. And um, yeah, that's it. If you guys want more stories and more information, uh, feel free to contact me, and I will be looking at the forum, of course, as always. So uh, I hope you enjoy these stories from Japan, and I will try to come up with something funnier for next week and not nerd out so goddamn much. <laughs>